How is this game at 11 points? I just looked at the score. Two-point conversion. Who went for two? The Browns. Why did you go for two? Because they got a penalty. Come on, watch the, watch the games here, Josh. I don't. I'm not watching. Like, my, my TV's broken, and even I know this. I was, are you, I was are you genuinely su- are you genuinely surprised that I'm not paying attention to a Browns Bengals game? Yes, that'd be like me watching a, a Vikings Packers game. I still watch those, but like. You're actually like surprised that I went out of my way to not wa- or didn't go out of my way to watch this game tonight. I don't know, maybe a little bit. It's Monday Night Football. Yeah, but it's the only thing on TV and the World Series, of course. World Series postponed. Oh, then only thing on TV. No, I've been watching hockey and Korea. Welcome to your home for sports coverage without the bias. This is totally unbiased sports with Josh and Kellen. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Um, yeah, it's episode 106. We're really cruising along now, and I'm still upset. I'm still depressed. I'm still sad. So that's cool. Um, that might never change again, actually. Um, it's got to change at some point. You, you got to bring the energy here because I, I, can't, I, can't, okay. I, can't, I can't do it all on my own anymore. Here we go. Spin I zone. Can't. I can't. I I cannot get hurt by the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Okay, so be, I can't. be happy. Then. I probably can't. Be happy. No, they're going to find happy. some way. On, they're going to find some way on the bye week to hurt me. No, hey, I don't know how hey, it's going to. Shut be. up! Shut the up! The Steelers are going to lose the bye. Shut. They're going to. They're going to statistically get a. They're going to get a loss in the loss column on this bye week somehow. Okay, sh- just shut up about the Steelers <laughs> for five seconds. Just shut up about the Steelers. Oh my god. What? We're not. We're not having twenty minutes on the Steelers again this week. Well, I wasn't because trying they're in last place, on, and they're trying. No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. But we're not going to do it again this week. Is I'm just I'm laying the ground rules right now. We're not doing okay, it again fine. this week because they're in last place, and they're not going to get out of the cellar. They're just not. They're not a good team. We're going to talk about other NFL games. Oh, I was before we talk about the Steelers because we got to talk about the Packers and the Bills game. Because that's a game that we both enjoyed, probably. Right, Josh? Yeah. The the Bills won. Yeah. They beat the Packers. Yeah. I was disappointed they in the easily game. Easily won. I was disappointed in the game. Um, I was really Why? thinking that because the Bills gave up 17 points to Aaron Rodgers, that's what I was upset about. Um, I, I honestly didn't think that this game was as big of a blowout as I really wanted to. Only a 10-point win by the Bills. Did they even cover? It never really felt close, did, though. Did they even cover? And they, the vaunted they, Bills, they didn't cover. And the vaunted Bills defense didn't even injure Aaron Rodgers. So there, those were like, I, I whipped it up in my mind that somehow Aaron Rodgers was going to get like very, very injured, and the Bills are going to were going to win by a hundred points. That's kind of what I had in my mind. I should have known better that like somehow the Packers were going to play a little bit better on um national TV. They didn't Sunday really Football, though, but they still they still looked really bad. Like it wasn't a competitive good, yeah. game. The the it, it it like the Bills were in control the whole time. Like yeah, they didn't score all the points that maybe we thought they would, but they still won by 10 against Aaron Rodgers, which is an accomplishment that mm-hmm. I don't think my team has ever uh, had, but 
it, it it wasn't close, like like I said, and the Packers are just very lackluster. The Bills are also very good, so it seemed like one of those primetime games that was going to be good before the season started, but once we see how everything is shaped up to this point, it was definitely not going to be good at yeah, all. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot uh, of those games I mean, this year. Yeah, did, I, I did enjoy Stefan Diggs and Jair Alexander. They were getting into it. Like, the Packers' mm-hmm. corners were clearly in Stefan Diggs' head the whole game. Oh, yeah. Because it, it was like every time he got tackled, he needed four teammates to pull him away. But Diggs was still cooking them up. Like, yeah, <laughs> he, st- he still ran all over that secondary. And, and I, like, I, just, I just remember, like, that Josh Norman, Odell Beckham game. Uh, yeah, Carolina, New York, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it looked, I think that was—I think that was the kicking that game. Yeah, Odell lost his mind. Like it, it was borderline. That it was what I was seeing from Stefan Diggs, but he still, still took oh, yeah. over he's, that Packers secondary, which all, is supposed he, to be their strength this year. The the Packers just don't—they aren't a good football team. They don't have a good defense. They were supposed to have a good defense. They don't have a good offense. I would—I do think they're going to trade for a receiver. Probably before the trade deadline, um, or at least try to. If they, I think there will, yeah, if they I think can, there will, I think there will be an attempt to try and get a receiver, um, or else I think we might see possibly the end of Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, and I agree. So I don't, I don't know I mean, where, I, what, I don't know what end well, we're seeing, can, but the end to some extent of Aaron Rodgers. Can you imagine, like? Being one of those those young receivers that was just drafted, like like Romeo Dobbs or Christian oh, Watson, just just drafted, and all you hear every week as a rookie trying to just make it in the NFL is these guys are constantly making mistakes, and you're not hearing it from the guy directly all the time either. You're hearing him oh, no, go he's on going the Pat on... McAfee show yeah. the next morning every time and roasting the hell out of you. So I'd be you... so pissed, right? Oh, they I would be too. Um, do you think and Pat McAfee like addressed this? And do you think he like Pat I how do I say this? Um, do you think Aaron Rodgers ever stops going on the Pat McAfee show? And Pat McAfee like brought it up and was like, Yeah, a lot of people thought you weren't gonna show up because it's been going rough, but here you are, like smiling, having a good time, showing up like at what point does Aaron Rodgers actually stop going on this show? Like I get, like right now, he never, can't. never. But is there any I, point that he can? Though? Like he, I mean, not not until he he's retires. Because this is this is because then is we his win. Platform to shit on his teammates. This is how yeah. he does it every week. And honestly, screw you, Pat McAfee, for letting that guy just do the same thing every week on your show. It's it's getting old at this point. Yeah, but I do and also like, like you know what Nick. it's like to be a punter in the NFL trying trying to make it, trying to make a yeah. roster. Imagine being a fifth round wide receiver playing with Aaron Rodgers. That's gotta but be I, hell. I do to like make the team. I do like that Pat McAfee just keeps feeding us content to hate on him for though. So True. That's a good point. Yeah. I guess yeah, I can't be too mad at that. He lobbed that one over the yeah. play for us every single week. Yeah. I mean, like what the the Packers aren't a playoff team, though, right? Like, they're just – the NFC is really yes, bad this are. year, and they're still not a playoff team. They will be. You think they are? They okay? Yeah. What makes you say that? Because you get in by winning the division. Yeah, but they are, I think, right now, 
three games back of the division lead, maybe three and a half. That's not good. The, uh, and they only win. have one game against the division leader left. If you win the division, you get in. That that is how the NFL that's, works. That's I don't think my... they get in. They they just like it, it, it's like usually <laughs> like when we see the Packers struggle at the beginning of the season, this is when they have it figured out by middle of the season. But we're here now. They have the they have yet to do that. Here's the issue, and I don't want to bring this up, but I have to bring this up. Maybe. To do our due diligence. The last time the Packers were good in the playoffs, they barely got in. And they ended up winning the Super Bowl. So, I actually am more scared of a Packers team that barely gets into the playoffs than a Packers team that dominates the entire regular season. I'm just saying you need, yeah, to, be aware. Wh- you need to be aware of it. There's no threat. They Where's their Randall Cobb or Jordy they Nelson don't have a good this team. year? Or uh, and they yeah. and they, they certainly they are not going. They're I'm certainly not, not going to be going against the playoffs at all. They're certainly not going to be going against Richard Mendenhall, who's going to fumble away. I don't know, hypothetically, the Super Bowl. Not his fault. But, not his fault. Not his fault, Josh. Okay, not his fault. We can look up those tweets. He did explain how it was. Yeah, not his you, fault, I'm the sure they won't be facing a backup quarterback in the in the NFC Championship game either. It's not his fault, Josh. Okay, let's just okay. I, enough. I'm just saying. I'm just it's saying. Give the ball. It's. I'm trying. I look. What, what, I, what do they say? Do they say give the ball to Mendenhall or don't give it to him? I forget. Well, they should have said don't give him the ball in the Super Bowl when it matters. <laughs> um, it's not his fault. Give the ball to the other team, Mendenhall, is what he actually is. Um, but anyway, I'm just saying just I don't blow. I don't think the Packers, I don't think they're good. I still can see like I I'm sorry, I don't trust the Vikings. I don't trust Kirk Cousins to not have a few Whoa. stinker games. Okay, like you're you're sitting here the three games back and they That's only fair, play the Vikings yeah. once. Okay. I, it no, it is the Vikings. No, and you there are making no, me feel like kind of silly. Right now, there is no team. I'm right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like I'm, there's no team in the NFC North that I would trust with a three game lead of that division <laughs> outside of Green Bay. Okay. Yeah. That. Okay. That's <laughs> actually definitely true. And okay, I will, will say I do like play, you still will, being on the fence. Be- will the Packers Go play the, themselves? Will the Packers play their way out of it? I don't think so. But will the Vikings play their way out of first place? That is a very possible thing. I I don't think that, I don't think the is. Packers are gonna like run like run the table or something insane. I just can see the Vikings losing terrible to terrible teams because they're the Vikings. Yeah. So and now that I think about it, that is like yeah, we, the, the Vikings did spot Green Bay like three games. Now now that I think about it, I think that will happen. Um, just because that that's the way it happens every year. And I do like you being on the fence because at least, like, if we're both fully in on the Packers being bad, that's when they start getting yeah. good again. Yeah, no, just, I can't. Like, we that. don't want to play that game. so I can't let that happen. I, I, but... we, one of us has to be safe right now. I, I, I deserve to run laps around Packers fans, but I need you to be safe for me. But there is a chance that this also, turn, like, the NFC North could be the NFC East of a couple years ago where – a losing record gets into the playoffs. Um, Could be. That would be pretty sweet. Well, well, let's 
switch it to another NFC North team then that we did just talk about. The Vikings played the Cardinals and they won kind of easily. I mean, it was it was a little bit of a game. DeAndre Hopkins looks good for the Cardinals again. I am a little bit worried one thing about the Vikings as a divisional opponent. Does has Kirk has has Kirk Cousins become somewhat cool since he got that chain, it, and he started gritting? Like, is, is he good? He ran no. in for a touchdown against the Cardinals. He looked a little speedy to me. I'm just saying, it was a little quick. No, I'm not buying it. I, I genuinely, I'm not going to buy it, and I'm going to tell you why I'm not going to buy it. It's because it's Kirk Cousins, and he goes through this phase like every single year, and then people are but like, did you "Oh see yeah, his bling? Like, let's yeah." I did see his bling, but. I also feel like it, it's the bling of trying too hard, though. You know what I mean? Is it, though? Because he Yes. I don't think he tries. Okay, I here think we go. he just does. Like, I, I'll give you this. He can earn it if they win the next two games, then he earns his bling. They go at Commanders, at Bills. So really, just at Bills, he's got yes. that. That's a but, bling game. Okay, okay. but ser- let, let me give you. Actually, I just pulled up their schedule. Let me give you the Vikings next four games. the The NFC North could be wide open. They go at Commanders. Commanders own the NFC North this year. Um, Heineke looks great. Buffalo at Bills, home against the Cowboys. Then you get Thursday night primetime Kirk Cousins at home against the Patriots. Then they play the Jets. Mm. <laughs> there is a chance they could That's lose so every bad. single one of those games. The Jets? The Jets? There's did we a... see the Jets today? Yeah, I did. But, but dude, the, you really think Kirk Cousins is going to beat Bill Belichick in primetime? No, I don't. I just am worried that he forgot how white he is after he got the after after he got the chain, and he's like actually cool, and, has a little I don't bit, think and he he's is. playing with a bit of swagger now. I I don't think I don't think so cool. either. I just I I'm worried that that I think you know, he's I, the, I just want to be. Careful. He's the kid with rich parents in high school that has a Rolex, um, and then just flexes now he's it a on fire everybody. Boy. But he's made. He's a major loser. I don't think choir boys wear Rolexes. I I, Maybe I think did. he's just very. I, I think he's pretty low key, which he is why cool. the chain concerns me because he's taking it up a level. So yeah, that, that's just my two cents on it. I don't the, trust the him. game was uh, it was good overall. I, I know we didn't talk a lot about the game, but Vikings won. What else? What else more do you want from us? DeAndre Hopkins looks good. I don't know if Kyler Murray's teammates like him at all. It's just yeah, kind of I. I Cliff Kingsbury's on the hot seat. He's... Hey, you can make a Call of Duty joke here. Uh, just came oh, yeah, out. new Call of Duty drop. They're Owen Infinity with uh, yeah. Kyler Murray and the Call so of we Duty know, drops. Yeah, all that stuff. We also know that Kyler Murray has an Xbox because Call of Duty's been out for like a week and a half on PlayStation. Just dropped on Xbox this week. So, mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I wonder what his game tag is. Hey, uh, what what NHL game can we what are can we play together? If I if I get one, maybe twenty three. Oh, we okay. we could also play. 
We could play 22. We could. We should just play 2015 again. Okay. Patrick Kane. I'll, I'll see if I can still get that All one. Right. I think I can get 16. Okay. I'm just very comfortable with Team Japan and, 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 and okay, 15 and 16. I'm sure there's not a lot, a lot of roster turnover. <laughs> okay. from, from we, we should, we should yeah. start playing live online. Maybe we should just. Do they still play the, the Danish national anthem whenever uh, Team Denmark's playing? Probably, yeah. I okay, don't, sweet. can't sweet. say I regularly use that. We could stream, we could stream our NHL game. We could play live on yeah, the Yeah, let's Twitch it. Twitch it up. We could play a live. totally unbiased Twitch stream. How about yeah. that? There were no one would watch. Is that, that our next step? It might be, but like genuinely, no one's going to watch that. Okay, perfect. Well, it's just like the podcast then too. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Oh. Nobody watches this the podcast. Fun. People listen to it. Um. Uh. Anyways, let, let's move on to our uh, to our next game here. Uh, let's go with um. Josh, I'm thinking because we did touch about uh, talk about it a little bit Patriots and Jets. Man, the Jets probably really wanted to win this game, feeling really good going into the, a game against they, the Patriots five and two. I I don't think that's ever happened in their franchise history. No, and they maybe and, probably uh, should have won this game. They they easily could have. Zach Wilson stinks. He's officially he's, a bust in my book. He's not good, and what really sucks is that. I have a very hard time. I can't just sit here and talk about how bad he is and how terrible he is and how he's like an abs- like one of the worst possible quarterbacks in the NFL because he but. did beat a hundred and eight million dollar defense. Um, so oh. like I can't completely shut him down, but he is not good. He's very bad. He, he had some bad picks in this game too. Yeah, for how, really what year is this? Three year three or four for him. This is year. This is year two. Year two. But he, year two? he's been he's he's been starting mm-hmm. since the beginning. Yeah. Um. So my, okay, minus the Flacco injury time, he's he's been he's been the guy. We're year two for Zach Wilson, and these are kind of some of the these are year one interceptions he's throwing late in the fourth quarter. Those are year one interceptions. Um, interceptions don't always mean that they're a bad quarterback. I don't think when they're young. Um, but it is starting to be concerning that like we're now a season and a half in and you're still making the same exact errors over and over again. That's usually when you get to the, he's a serviceable guy, probably not your franchise guy and you will need to look. Um, I will say Zach Wilson is good enough to keep the jets from getting a good quarterback though. Um, so they're going to have to make that decision probably when his rookie deal is up is what do you want? I think it's kind of a Baker Mayfield situation where he's going to play really good sometimes. And, but his low is so bad and it's going to cost you games. And ultimately he'll end up costing you more games than he wins you. I think that's at least my yeah interpretation I mean, of Zach Wilson. You can like, you can like see it there. Like the arm talents there. He can make pretty ridiculous throws. But like now, now the Jets actually have some decent weapons. I, it really hurt them that going into this week that Brees Hall got hurt. That, yeah, that stings a lot. That but was their Garrett Wilson offense. looked amazing in this game. Yeah, but you know they go to the passing game, and, and like Garrett Wilson looks phenomenal against the Patriots. He he torched them for for a ton of yards. 
Tyler Conklin had a good game through the air as well. I mean, play, players showed up. It's just Zach Wilson does make these really boneheaded plays, forcing balls. I I think you can uncoach that, but I, I just don't like – I don't know what's left after that when you yeah, I don't, when he starts eliminating those plays. You can't force a player to see it. They either see it or they don't see it, and it's looking like he's just not – he's not seeing it. There is like – or he sees it too late. Like there, I feel like there's a fine line when you're watching quarterbacks and stuff. Like, I think he does have the field awareness and the vision to see, like, oh yeah, if I'm like this guy is actually in a weird, twisted way, he's open. Like, there's a lane there. But when he's thinking like that, his arm talent doesn't match it. Like, his skill set doesn't match it. Like, I think. This is going to sound ridiculous, but I feel like he has sort of the vision of Patrick Mahomes at times, where he's like, "Oh yeah, that ball will go there." Like there, that can, but his arm doesn't back it up. And then other times he has the great arm, but he's not thinking, gets sacked and stuff. So getting those on the same page is going to be huge for him. Um, I kind of was hoping the Jets would win this game because I know it's going to collapse at some point. And it would just make me very happy if they got a little, like they needed that ego, the Jets fan base needed that little next bump to get up there a little bit more and be like, oh my God, like we beat the Patriots. This is amazing. And then that's when they lose three in a row or something and they get humbled extremely quickly. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Yeah. And, and I, I, yeah, I, you just want, you just want the sense of like, like, the wheels falling off in an epic fashion with the Jets because mm-hmm. that does happen every year, and you see it happening already. Even at five and three, this they've they've improved from last year greatly yeah. with this whole Elijah Moore situation, which is baffling to me. Like, if I'm Elijah Moore, I like not if I'm Elijah. Elijah Moore is a big time idiot with the way he's handling not getting enough targets with the Jets because mm-hmm. this is a guy who out of college at Ole Miss, his trade va- or, or, or his, his draft value already took a hit because he did the piss on the football celebration that yep. cost Ole Miss a game against Mississippi State. People don't forget that in the Egg Bowl. And now you're complaining yeah. about targets as a second-year guy. Like, yeah. you had a decent rookie year last year, great, but – you're, you're complaining about the your franchise quarterback who, like, the Jets, all their eggs are in Zach Wilson's basket right now. The they need him to be good. for. Well, you, not, maybe not the franchise quarterback, but, like, the Jets the are clearly counting on this guy to be good. Like The, the guy you want the, to be the franchise They're, they're going to build around Zach Wilson a lot more than Elijah Moore. That is for true. sure. And he's com- he's complaining. You're under contract for three more years still, dude, after this mm-hmm. year. So mm-hmm. this isn't like you're not going to get traded. The, the Jets have no incentive to trade you. And if you do, you, like your your trade value is so it's low. It's minuscule. Like, yeah. I, I don't, this is more a move to get blackballed from the NFL rather than like on a new team because why would the Jets trade him? They could just bury him on, on the depth chart as much as they want. And now you're not going to see the field for three years. Yeah, that's not not a smart move. I really do think he's mishandling this. And, like, with the Jets, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like it's going to come. 
because eventually you're going to sort of have, like if you're doing the right things, you're going to have to get targeted because the Jets are not a team that can play one-dimensional. They're not a team that can go, oh, you know we're going to throw to this guy? Well, what? Like they're not Buffalo. They're not with Diggs where he's getting draped every single down, every single game, and he's still making catches. Not Hopkins. Like, you're not, like, they don't have that kind of guy. And so eventually, yeah, Zach Wilson's going to throw enough interceptions guess- that he decides to throw to somebody else, and you're that other guy. Just keep doing your job. And I think out of necessity, the ball is going to have to come there at some point. Yeah. Like, establish yourself as a receiver in this league first before you start. Yeah. That, that's like, if I go into work tomorrow, and I'm like, hey, I need a raise or I'm quitting. Like, they're going to be like, okay, guess you're quitting, so, yeah, dude. There's the door, you're, yeah. You've been here a year. You're not You're not that important to us right now. You don't, in fact, you might be hurting our bottom line. I don't, I don't yeah. know. So, <sighs> it, it, it's just, it's a pretty baffling move. The Jets. Uh, from a guy who just doesn't yeah. really know what he's doing. And the Jets guys. should. This sucks. It's got to be a terrible time right now to be a Jets fan because, including this week, it goes New England, Buffalo, New England is their schedule. That is <laughs> yeah, brutal. That's, it's it a doesn't matter. Division this it year. doesn't matter. It, it does not matter what year this falls in for the Jets. That is a terrible, terrible like um, schedule there. Having to. <laughs> Two and three games you're playing the Patriots. That is absolutely brutal. Um, yeah, and this I year mean, the Bills they, are they, really they just can't get that they can't get that monkey off their back. And I don't think they're really going to anytime soon either no. with the Patriots. Because no, I don't either. It's just the it's the Jets versus the Patriots. Once it's like that's like the Packers and the Lions. There's a mm-hmm. there's a very big gap. It's not like the Packers and Bears or Packers and Vikings. There's a very significant gap. Between oh yeah. Those two franchises, and they're all there always will be probably. Uh, let, let's uh, let's change pace here a little bit. We got two really exciting games I want to talk about, and mm-hmm. the reason they're exciting is just because of what happened at the end of these games. First one is Falcons and Panthers. Crazy ending in that game. Yeah, uh, Panthers. Panthers are down six with time running down. PJ Walker throws. An insane pass, 67 yards straight in the air, right into DJ Moore's hands, and he gets a touchdown to tie the game. Mm-hmm. PAT puts him ahead, takes off his helmet to celebrate because, of course, why not? And then moves him back 15 yards. They miss the PAT. Game goes into overtime. Have a chance to win it in overtime with a 33-yard field goal. Missed mm-hmm. that as well. Uh, tough day for Eddie De Niro. <laughs> But the Falcons are in first place in the NFC South. I don't know what's happening in that division. And literally anyone can win it except probably the Panthers at this point. But even, I mean, if the Panthers won, they would have been in first place. Yeah. That division is hammered. That's a drunk division. Um, Great game. It's, It's one of those things where you just. That's not. Like, that is just in it's a hard thing to come back from because you did like you lost the game and it wasn't because of your performance on the field. It was because you did something stupid. Uh, yeah. Are, yeah, are you, you can, one of those people blaming D, DJ Moore after catching that touchdown pass? 
Like after no. being the guy that caught it? Okay, no. Good. 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 No, I'm blaming, partly going to blame the kicking because, again, it is, team, like, it, is, it is a team sport, right? When someone makes a mistake, you got to be able to bail them out a little bit. Um, didn't end up happening. You can't miss two field goals. And if you're, if you're the Panthers though, you just, you can't be making mistakes like that, that are going to hurt yourself. You can't beat yourselves when it's hard enough to beat the other team as it is. Um, (laughs) that's just, you already have the worst roster top to bottom. Don't shoot yourself. And you luck out. You had two chances to win this game. Uh, Yeah. It's crazy. That sucks for them. The, the Panthers also like uh, sneakily officially today, like I guess officially benched Baker Mayfield. Um, so yeah, if anyone wants to like, I mean, well, yeah, that, why why would you go with him? With anyone that wanted to ever try and tell me that Baker Mayfield was a good quarterback, you can come to me now and apologize, and I will not make fun of you for ever thinking Baker Mayfield was a good quarterback. Um, but that's just open sort of confession type deal. Um, Wait, you can do I can, do I have to apologize at all? I forget where I am on that. You probably at one point said that he was good, but it was probably more so in the fact that you just thought like I was overreacting after the Steelers beat him and you were like, mm-hmm. okay, he's not that bad was probably more how it went. But did the Steelers ever beat him? Yeah, they did. Okay. Just making sure. Big Ben's last Wasn't home that- game. Thank yeah, you, Ben. It wasn't that long ago that the Steelers you, were a good football team. Do you want me to like walk you through that? I can. I can walk no, you through Big no. Ben's last but home we, game. But this is this is this is officially episode one hundred six. The thank, thank you, ben, you ben, ben episode. Thank you Ben episode. Thank you Ben. Yeah. Which, thank you Ben. As Jen, always. Honestly, he uh, might, what do you like, think about the? What? Nothing. What do I think about what? Okay. What 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 do you think about the Falcons here being in first place? I mean, Arthur Smith getting it done with Marcus. I thought I thought the Falcons or the Seahawks were gonna finish. Well, one of those two teams might might have had a shot at finishing zero and seventeen before the season mm-hmm. started. I thought both were easily gonna be like one and two, the worst teams in football. And now they're both leading their divisions. I I don't know anything about sports. Clearly, I have no idea. I, I genuinely do not have like uh I don't know I don't think I have thoughts on them. Like yeah. they're just such an anomaly this year where it's just that's, like I I got nothing. They're just that, there. That's like the thing with them is like they they like I I I'm not impressed by anything that they do except stay in football games and that's good enough and Arthur Smith is just like He's got a little bit of Brian Dable to him, where it's like the and I know he's been doing it a year longer than Dable, but the Giants have just been in every single game, and then they just managed to win at the end, except this week, of course. Uh, and then, like you see, the Falcons there in every game. It's just like, hey, sometimes if you just keep it close long enough, something's going to happen at the end that's going to yeah. swing in your favor. That's that's no, what, and it that's and basically <clears throat> what the NFL is. And like, if you can be competitive. In every single game of the season, you're probably going to have a pretty good record. And if you are in, like, if you are a team playing the Falcons, don't let them hang around because yeah. they've now proven that if they hang around, hang around, hang around. And honestly, like, looking at it, 
the Falcons have a pretty favorable schedule. I mean, yeah, that that division's terrible. They're gonna play. They're gonna play the Chargers next game. That's probably they play the Chargers and they play the Ravens and the Cardinals. Those are probably the three hardest teams they have to play. And I think the Cardinals are beatable. I but think like, all three of those teams are beatable. But yeah, and I mean, yeah. Let me just. I'll, they go: Chargers, Panthers, Bears, Commanders, Steelers, Saints, Ravens, Cardinals, Ooh. Bucks. Running into the Bears right after that, after that tough little stretch is not going to be great for them. But yeah, other than that, you know, it's it's not tough. It's it's an easy division, and uh, I. I at the end of the day, I think it's still the Bucks' division to lose just because it is that bad. But uh, we had another team going in that division that looked good as well in a very shocking fashion. And the Saints, they shut out the Raiders. Yeah. Kamara, I think he had, he had three touchdowns. He was back in a big way. Andy Dalton is still starting at quarterback, even with Jameis healthy. And they're shutting out the Raiders. Like, what? <laughs> Bring back so, yeah. John Gruden. I, I mean, don't know. we sat here. Josh we McDaniels sat here, is not good. No, he's bad. And we sat here all off season, and everyone talked about how amazing that that division's going to be with the Raiders and everyone. Like everyone, and it was the Raiders, the Raiders, the Broncos, the, Raiders, the Broncos, the Raiders. Can the Raiders win this? Like, is this the Raiders' year? Are they finally like they've got all this stuff? No. No, it's not. They're not a good football team. They are amazingly underperforming. They can thank their lucky stars that they're not in Oakland right now because if they were, people would be revolting. Um, Because they're in Vegas, that makes it, I think, a little bit better. People just kind of forget, but it is bad. Like, if if they were still playing in a dump of a stadium, their fans would be going insane watch trying to watch this product they're a bad football team and they were supposed to be a borderline great team which is what confuses me yeah i mean they they had uh they they were like really frisky last year and that that was exciting for a lot of people uh they had a good defense and a lot of good weapons on offense and then you just add Devontae adams to that mix and it seems like okay well, now let's take it to 11 here. Mm-hmm. And they just – they haven't done that. You can't get shut out with Devontae Adams as your top receiver. No. And at this point, I think they have two wins on the season. Do they just lean into having a bad season because you're not catching Kansas City at this point? I don't think you're, you're going to catch the Chargers at this They're point. They're 2-5-0. Uh, you have two wins. Yeah, 2-5. Two, two and five. That's, that's not good. You just lean into not being good and then just like maybe draft – CJ Stroud or something? Maybe. I, I, I mean, they do have. They I don't have think Derek Carr is bad, but he obviously hasn't been up to snub for a team with a million weapons. They do have some games coming up that can get them kind of back into the picture a little bit. But yeah, like like you said, they're a they're a bad football team. They're sitting there at two wins is not where you want to be as a Raiders fan. I don't think it gets talked about about enough how big of a disappointment this was because there were like legitimate and no one was making fun of anyone really that was saying, Oh, the Raiders could be in the AFC championship game. Like that was something that a conversation that was had throughout the off season that especially after they added Adams, you're not expecting that they're not like, Oh yeah, I can see them. Like 
You look at their roster on paper, yes, you could see the Raiders making the AFC Championship. It's really not that hard to think that. I mean, but they're they're just bad. And it's they a are. disappointment. Yeah. People, I just feel like not enough people are talking about the woes in Las Vegas. And I don't know why. Yeah, and it's just like, I mean, it's... It, it does really show like uh, how hard it is to just field a football team, like like a successful football team, because so many moves happened this off season. We were so confused by all of them, and mm-hmm. we're calling the AFC West the power the the power division. Yeah, rightfully so, because on paper it looks great. I I, I don't think anyone's blaming anybody for for saying hey, it's the best division in football. But you see the the Broncos struggle with a new quarterback. And then the Raiders are struggling with a brand new head coach. And it's just like every detail, especially those two details, those have to be exactly right mm-hmm. or at least very close to, to just be like a good team. And Josh McDaniels has failed once before. I think he's failing again now. Yeah. And it could, it could be a quick out for both him and Nathaniel Hackett. Like one I think and done should, coaches in that division. I think it definitely both should be one and done coaches. Um, we can talk about the Broncos. They play the Jags over in London. Um, this game, it happened. Russell Wilson, he ended up throwing for two hundred and fifty-two yards. I don't, I don't even know. He's it just happened. on. He's unbearable at this point. Like, apparently, he worked out for like seven hours of the eight-hour flight over to London. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just doing high knees and stuff. I, I mean, if I was his teammate, I would be very upset with him. And at least he finally won. But, like, everything he does is for the camera. Like, it's for the cameras. And he's the one that broke the high knees story, too, which is just yeah, so that's ridiculous. ridiculous. That's the worst part because I definitely, like, I, I really did think when I saw that, I was like, oh, who, like, Who's blowing this out of proportion? And, like, I thought it was going to be, like, a teammate being like, oh, yeah, Russ was up, like, doing high knees and stuff. Like, we were just trying to stay loose. Like, Russ was doing high knees. No, he was like, well, yeah, I watched film for an hour. And then I did high knees for seven hours. And then I, I mixed in a little more film. I'm like, why? It's not like it's not yeah. like he was getting off he, the plane and going right to the stadium to play this game. Like this isn't this isn't when you were like taking a day bus trip playing sports like in high school, college or whatever, where you maybe would get up and move around on the bus in the last like thirty minutes before you get to the um arena or something just to help. No, this is you're showing up a yeah, couple days it was, early. It was days before. Yeah. Like <laughs> and like, oh, it's bad. Him talking, him talking with the media, it just reminds me of every, every, you know, every time you're just trying to be nice to like this kid that you work with mm-hmm. or whoever, like maybe your boss or something like that. And it's just like, you, you ask a question, like, how is your weekend? And then you realize, oh shit, they're about to talk for five minutes. Like, oh, yes. I can't believe I opened that can of worms. I got to listen to noises come out of this person's mm-hmm. mouth and I'm not mm-hmm. going to comprehend a single goddamn thing that's coming yeah. out of this mouth because oh, yeah. because it just doesn't matter. It's literally it's just noises. Like someone taught you how to speak words 
but that's not what's going through to my brain right now. It's just like I I don't oh, I, I just am waiting for the noise to stop coming out of your mouth. Basically, that's every time he talks to me because it's like nobody. Like someone like barely asked, they probably asked like, "Hey, how was the flight?" And he's like, "You're not gonna believe this. I watched yeah. film for two hours. I had high knees for four hours. Watched film for another hour. All my teammates were sleeping. Let me throw them under the bus real quick." Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Christ, dude, shut up for two seconds. He probably just was watching film of his mental reps too, that are somehow magically caught on camera. He's <laughs> oh yeah that that two minute drill that was that was insane. Remember when I had broken finger? I was running those two minute drills. Yeah, it's like yeah, I oh. really like the way I like the way I was yelling at that invisible teammate over there. That was that was super dope. Yeah, and I just and like I mean we, could, we you can't if you we can just like get. transition it into the. If we could transition it into the Seahawks game, yeah, is like because, you hear, like we're hearing it all now from the outside, like how much this guy sucked. Because Tyler Lockett, right after the game, is he's asked like, "Hey, why, why is why is it working so well in Seattle this year?" And he basically said, "Like, no, there's not one person asking for all the credit. It's like we just mm-hmm. do our job, and we we work for each other. Something along those lines." Not one person needs the spotlight. That's a yeah. that's a very clear and direct shot at someone who's no longer in that locker room anymore. Yes, Russell and Wilson, I I right? really think that the world, the sports world, owes Pete Carroll a tremendous apology because we Pete do. Carroll, yes, like yes, Pete Carroll was taking the brunt of this, and ever like myself included at times, I was like, wow, like Russell Wilson. They just need to use him more. Let him kind of be the guy. Let him do his thing. Um, Pete Carroll's like not willing, not willing to just let Russell let Russ cook. Where it was, Russ just was unwilling to run Pete Carroll's system. That, like I said last week, Pete Carroll's system has worked every single time he's been able to build it how he wants. Seattle has yeah. been good every single time Pete Carroll builds the team how he wants and for his game plan with a heavy rushing attack and a quarterback who does the job. They took Matt Hassel back yeah. to a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, I'm well, that was not Pete Carroll, but, but run yeah, game. But that's like still. it's Seattle, Seattle DNA. right there still for it. That when you when you think Seattle football, like that's. That's, That's kind of it. And I just wanted to talk about Steelers. He, he's, yeah, Pete, yeah, Steelers. <laughs> uh, that's I remember. I remember that Super Bowl very yeah, well. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's Pete Carroll's been good every year he's been in Seattle. And if you, if you think like Russell Wilson could have been Seattle's Drew Brees, he could have been yes. that because yep. Drew Brees went through a couple down years where the Saints weren't as good. But mm-hmm. he still had good offensive mm-hmm. numbers. I mean, look at look at the weapons that that's still there in Seattle. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, incredible receivers. I that yeah. that would that would be the envy those of two, a lot of other receiving rooms. And those in, two in the NFL, those two should be the guys that are upset at Seattle and upset at the organization for letting Russ walk. Those are the two people that should be very upset, and they should be the ones that are ticked yeah. off. And slighted, and they're both like, "Yeah, no, we let's let's roll with Gino." Like, 
Yeah. This is fine. <laughs> and it's like, like, Gino has been a shitty teammate before, too. So, yeah. I, and I'm not saying that he is in Seattle, but he could he could have easily gotten there and just been the guy that he was before. Oh, yeah. And oh, 100%. still, like, still be better than Russell Wilson because, these, like, I, I almost feel like Russell Wilson wanted out of Seattle because, like, he, it was just like he didn't feel welcome there anymore. Like, oh, I, I, I could, I could honestly envision a scenario where it's like Seattle was perfectly fine pushing him out because of, yeah. like, we are sick of this guy. And, and this is all, this is literally all coming out in the last, like, two or three weeks here. Yeah. It's and, insane. Well, and, and the thing is, it's been, because it's been, the whole narrative, everything we've heard has come from Russell Wilson. No one else has said anything, and now these guys are actually finally getting sick of this. And Seattle's having a better year than Denver, so I think that makes it easier to just, like, I mean, if Seattle was terrible, I don't think you're having Lockett and Metcalf come out and make, like, remarks, um, subtle shots um, at, like, at Ross. But because they are playing better, because the media and everyone's asking, like, oh, how is this working? Like, because we thought you were going to be terrible. Um, Russell Wilson, like, it was him. And I also think that everyone owes the people of Seattle a huge apology. Everyone that was blaming them for booing on opening night, booing Russell Wilson, you all owe the people of Seattle an apology. I don't because I was with them to boo Russ and for their right to boo Russ. But anyone that was making like comments about it and being like, Hey, yo, this was such terrible sports town. Like this guy gave his all to you. No, he was a scumbag. He was a terrible teammate. Um, You have two people that actually like have given their careers to Seattle sitting there saying, yeah, he was not a good teammate. So People of Seattle, you get owed an apology by the national media for just trashing you guys for booing. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I've loved to see the way that this whole thing is shaken out. I don't think uh, I, I think anyone who thought that Russell Wilson was once a Hall of Fame quarterback needs to greatly reconsider that because it's not looking not looking so pretty now. Outside of Pete Carroll's system. I can see. I could still see him getting in. Like, not definitely not first ballot, but, like, I could see at some point when some of the recency bias wears off of how bad it's going to end for him. I could see him maybe getting in just because of numbers and stuff. Because he's still, like, I mean, he's still not – he's not putting up terrible, terrible numbers – like, he almost – he passed for 252 yards on Sunday. Like, he's not putting – like, number-wise, statistics-wise, I don't think yeah. he's playing awful, awful. But he just doesn't have that it factor. When you're watching, like, he just is a terrible person to be around. And maybe instead of just doing mental reps, he should actually, like, do reps with teammates because they're the ones that actually have to catch the balls. I don't know. Yeah, um, maybe deal with maybe too. That's a, maybe go that's to practice thing there. I don't. Th- I feel, I have a feeling yeah. like um, I think when he walks into a room at the facility, people get up and leave. Like they're probably all sitting there like playing definitely. video games, and he walks in and they just get up and leave. They're like, oh, it's over. like it's 
Yeah, it, it's legit like when, when a teacher walks in when they've been out of the classroom for a couple minutes. It's like, yeah, uh, everybody just has to stop having fun now. Um, yeah, so congrats on the Seahawks beating the Giants. Giants have been rolling, so that's a big win. Uh, let's move into a different game here. I was actually going to mention this earlier because it was part of my fun games. But the Commanders and Colts, oh, yeah. that was fun at the end with Heineke. Heineke, and baby. This is actually a weird game. Like, I don't necessarily think Carson Wentz wins, but I also wouldn't be no, surprised if the Commanders were already, like, blowing out the Colts by the end of this game, like, if Carson Wentz was in. Because Heineke yeah. was not very good early on. But, but he let that game-winning drive. Terry, his connection with Terry McLaurin is very important because mm-hmm. that's your best receiver. And they looked Wentz good. just didn't have it with him. Yeah, no, they looked really, really good that last. I mean, what they had like thirty seconds to go down the field, and they got those deep strikes. That was <laughs> that was amazing. Um, I think I saw Heineke's like led. He leads in like the last ten years or whatever has had more come from behind fourth quarter victories than like any other quarterback or something like that. There was some insane stat like he has more than like. Um, Russell Wilson and like Tom Brady and there was someone else, Patrick Mahomes. Like he's led more fourth quarter, like last minute game winning drives than those guys. I mean, provided if you think about it, they've yeah, been ahead it, it a lot like of the time. It. But like, yeah, he's true. Yeah, he's looking really good. Like he looks really, really good. The Commanders are kind of a possibly a fun team to watch, maybe. But I just. I know that it's not – they don't have all the pieces, so it can't continue the way that it's going for them. But that was fun. That was a good win. Those are the ones you need to win. Where Where do you think Carson Wentz ends up after this season? Because he is I, – I don't think he starts another game for the Commanders unless Heineke gets no. hurt at this point. Because He's definitely why, why would you? They're 2-0, and you, your best receiver is playing well, and he looks happy again. What what what's next for once? Because you've gone to the Commanders now and lost that job. Where can you Panthers. go from there? That's Panthers. Panthers. PJ Walker might have that shit locked yeah. up too. I don't know. I don't know. He's going to be just a bad. The Panthers somewhere. are going to be bad enough to be drafting like a quarterback number one. I mean, Wentz is going to be. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he could be like a Jaguars backup or something like that. Like, he's going to be a backup somewhere. It's. Yeah. And then he'll come in in three yeah. years. Uh, that, He's going to go – he'll be a backup somewhere where they have a decent quarterback, so we won't even hear from him for a while. And then a few years, practice squad signing or something, he'll play a game. He should just try to pull in Nick Foles and take the backup job on a on a good team and just wait for that quarterback to get hurt at, on their yep. way to the Super Bowl and see if that's how he gets his, his uh, Super Bowl MVP. Maybe. It might be that 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 could be the way to it. You never know. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this game real quick. AFC South as well. Texans Titans. Derrick Henry just owns owns the Texans. He hundred yards, like... two touchdowns again. I I don't think anyone dominates a team quite like Derrick Henry dominates the. No, he's the got Texans. He loves, loves playing them. That's yeah. He wins that. I mean, Houston, they're just back to being 
Houston yeah. of the last poor Lovey twenty years. Like it's poor Lovey They're just That's, a bad team. They're a bad that. franchise and a bad team. So they are. They are not well run. They and no. that starts at ownership with them. They've had a bad owner since their existence. Another game we could go through real quick: Dolphins Lions. Dolphins come back and, and win that game. Thank God. There needs to be a manlier way to do the waddle celebration. That's just my big takeaway. You you were on it earlier, Josh. Yep. With the waddle, just it's not a good celebration. It's really bad, especially with such a good player. There needs to be a better celebration for a player like. I mean, you can't do anything else with that last name. No, but. Is there a manlier way to waddle at all? Is there something? Is there any way to improve that at all, Josh? Probably not. I don't think so. And I feel like now that you've done it, you can't go back. With that name, now that you've done it, you can't pick something else, which sucks for him. Yeah. Yeah, I feel feel bad. That is an unfortunate last name. Uh, And uh, last game before we jump into our games, Josh is Rams and 49ers, Christian McCaffrey in that 49ers offense, man. He had a passing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, and a rushing touchdown. Third, Doesn't happen a whole lot. Yeah, first time since 04 or 05 that that happened, I think, was what they said on the broadcast. He's going to get used in a lot of fun ways. Uh, I didn't didn't expect it to happen this quickly. No. Uh, And... And, and I'm excited the, about it. I really need to tune into 49ers games now for the rest of the year. Yeah, because the way – and, I mean, the ways that they're using them are just – again, like you said, you wouldn't expect it this quickly. Um, for him to get a passing touchdown is <laughs> – yeah, new guy. Here yeah, you go, the, throw this the ball. The passing like, touchdown it, is like, all right, like, come on. How, like, what are we that's... doing here? That, how, how long do you practice that one play this week? At least run that passing play for like Debo or someone yeah. like someone's been there oh, a yeah. couple of years and is your little little tricky guy to cover. But yeah, yeah him and Debo and Ayuk all on the field at the same time is it's pretty I, fun. I, I'd hate to be uh, in the secondary or really any sort of defensive player. That's got to be absolute hell to cover. Yeah, and I do think I think you're going to have the 49ers are going to come out because of this offense now. And maybe if their defense can sort of like get everything worked out, be healthy, everything. I 49ers are going to be a contender, just solely based on. Yeah, I could see them winning the NFC on this. Like they genuinely can now be a contender, and that's this is a case where I feel like it happens a lot less in football than it does in your sports, like you know, baseball, basketball, hockey, where you do make like a. Like, the trade deadline, I feel like it's always kind of a letdown because you don't have blockbuster trades at the trade deadline in the NFL, like, ever. Especially ones where it's just you take your team from an average team to a great team. Like, that stuff, that is stuff you see primarily, like, in the NBA, MLB, and hockey. In hockey, it usually doesn't even work out where you end up winning a championship because you make... Like, you get the best possible guy available, but, like, I mean, yeah, this was this was an insane trade that they made. It's working out phenomenally for them, and I do think, like, if Shanahan can stay ahead of this, teams aren't going to be able to figure out how they're using McCaffrey. Like, if he can, 
I don't even know. Like, where do you go? Use him as what? a quarterback one yeah. game, like the entire game. Where do you game. where Run do you Wildcat. go from him passing the ball? Other than yeah, other than like just have him be the quarterback. Uh, yeah. but also I could. I mean, this is uh, this is a stupid thing to say, but also like I could see them just being better if they just ran Wildcat the whole time. It's like you mm-hmm. get McCaffrey and Debo all in the backfield at the same time. Yeah, Ayuk like running straight across. That would suck. I I wouldn't know oh, what would. to do. And I mean, I think Debo and like Debo loves this because now he's yeah. like he 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 hated having to be in the backfield so much because they couldn't yeah, run the ball. Yeah, he did like now the running back part do, of like, being a wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> now he's a wide receiver that is going to primarily catch the ball. So, um, yeah. well, like, it's, it, it's great for that reason. Yeah, it keeps your other superstar happy as well, which is perfect. Yeah, which yeah. I, I love it. And I think they're going to be – they're going to probably be a pretty tough team and you're not going to want to play them. Going down the stretch, they're going into the like they they get the bye week now too, which means they're going with even like they have a lot more time, a lot more chemistry they can build, and quite honestly, they don't have a terrible schedule coming up. Like they're not playing anyone that I don't think they could beat pretty handily. So here we are, halfway through the season. Forty Niners could run the table. They really could. Right. Yeah. Well, they, could. they still do I'm have Jimmy you, G as their starting quarterback, which is not ideal. They could. But they they are a very good team. They got a very good coach. Uh, Josh, do you want to talk about your team first, or should I talk about mine? You can go first. All right. I'll put a bow on so, it. So the Bears, Bears lose to the Cowboys. Uh, tough game for the Bears. Really just no Did you go to this game? At all. I did not. I don't have a car. Did you try? Still, so I can't go. Would you have tried? Uh, I would. I would have, yeah. But also, okay. tickets are a million dollars for Cowboys games. They're yeah. so expensive, so probably wouldn't have gone. And I'm, I'm glad I didn't because the Bears defense did not show up. I hope they're still walking back to Chicago right now. They should be because nobody showed up that game. Glad we traded Roquan. That dude. It would have been nice for him to be in Dallas. Mm-hmm. But he just he didn't want to make an appearance. He didn't want to do it. Yeah. He had five tackles against the Cowboys. That that's that's terrible for your off ball linebacker. Uh in fact the linebacker that the Bears got got back from that trade has a higher PFF grade this year than Roquan. Just saying. Hmm. Just saying. Okay. The Bears lose. It's not really close to the game score. anyone expected the Bears. Yeah, it, it was closer than the score says, but also it, it was a one-possession game in the third quarter. Defense couldn't get any stops. The Cowboys are a very good team. Tony Pollard ran the ball 14 times for 131 yards, I think, and three touchdowns. The only thing stopping him was the end zone a lot of the mm-hmm. time, which is not good. Dak looked good. The offense was just clicking. Uh, that Dallas defense, though, it, it, it bent a little bit. They did get that defensive touchdown which was kind of embarrassing uh but really i mean if you're letting the bears put up 20 plus points on you with not a lot of good offensive weapons and they move the ball pretty well at times that's uh that you know that that shows a little bit of a kink in the armor there cause for concern for the cowboys out of that game then like yeah you won it's kind of one of those. No, yeah, I, I would. No. 
I would still I would still be very like it, the way the offense was playing without Zeke still, and now you could be like, okay, Zeke is officially our backup running back because Tony Pollard is way better than him. The, the offense looks so good, so I wouldn't yeah. be too worried about the Cowboys. And that's what I that's what I would have really wanted to see as a Cowboys fan is Dak is like back officially now. This isn't just his first week back from an injury. Mm-hmm. This is this is the second week back, and he's playing a bad football team in the Bears with a bad defense that just got a lot worse. Now, from the Bears' side, this is where I could speak from best as a Bears fan. I'm not too hurt over this game just because there's like I'm looking at the big picture here after the game, and the big picture is Justin Fields looked good. He actually was good. He ran mm-hmm. the ball well. He passed the ball very efficiently, and he hit open receivers. Would have passed for a lot more yards if not for a couple drop balls from receivers, which is the same story week in and week out. Yeah, Just got to surround him with better talent. My concern with the Bears is this offseason, they have nine draft picks, I believe, and over $100 million in cap space, which is more than double the next closest. I... I don't trust the Bears front office to know what to do with all of those resources. There's no way they do. <laughs> like, everybody, all the Bears fans are so excited. Like, oh, yeah, we got $100 million in cash space, tons of draft picks. Like, what We're going to mostly do the wrong thing with, yeah. those, with that oh, many resources. You're like, done. You're done. <laughs> we do this every year, yeah. So that that's my concern is, like, we keep accumulating all this stuff to go in hard mm-hmm. next offseason. And I'm just like, do we even know that this is that this GM is good? Do we even know no. what we're doing? So it no kind of feels like the Thunder when they traded away all their players and then just got a million draft picks. And now the Thunder, I have a feeling, are just like, oh, shit, what do we do with all this stuff? Yeah. Like, let me oh, think 100%. this through. So that's kind of what it feels like to be a Bears fan. Like, yeah, the future looks bright in that maybe, hey, maybe we have a quarterback. Just saying, maybe we have a quarterback. Maybe. And then you have all this money to spend around the quarterback. But what, like, yeah, I just have no reason to, to feel secure in any yeah. way. That's, that's my feeling. What do you think of, about Justin Fields though? I think he's taken in the last couple of weeks, a few more steps to possibly being a good quarterback in the NFL. I still the greatest just... quarterback of all no. time. no, He's got. He oh. needs to do a lot more before he gets there. Um, yeah, I do think it, there's been promising things from Justin Fields. He's still going through those growing pains like a young wide receiver, but I do feel like you're now or young quarterback and without many wide receivers. I do think you're getting a better picture of what he's going to look like. And if the Bears are fully committed, they will go out and build this offense around him and around the style he plays because he is a threat running the football as well as passing. I can see maybe a career arc similar to Jalen Hurts um, where it kind of, that you know. That seems to took, be the comp right now with, with him. is like, yeah, you need to open yeah. up the run game with him to open up the pass game. I hope that the passes can just get a little bit more touch and, and, yeah. and refined, but – which I think uh, he's still he's yeah he's still this was his seventeenth or eighteenth start as mm-hmm. as a quarterback 
he's officially started like a full season. So now he's he's officially year two. Uh, yes. We're starting to see the progress. And he's looked like the best quarterback in that draft the last couple weeks. And he might just be that, which would be nice. Whoa. Whoa. Wouldn't be a bear thing, fans. but that would whoa. be nice. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm also being very, very pessimistic just because I, I've, I've seen this before, and I don't want to get too, I don't want to get too high right now. Yeah. But uh, that's that's Bears talk for you. I'm feeling okay even after the loss. Josh, how are you feeling after the loss? Absolutely terrible. This is a terrible team. They're not fun to watch. There's nothing enjoyable about Sundays at all. I'm miserable all the time. Everything I see about this team is pain and misery they have now this is pretty screwed up they have rookies on offense they have year two players sophomores on offense talking about how bad the play calling is and how they're not blaming the rookie quarterback they're not blaming Najee Harris for not being able to run the football they're not pointing at each other they are just saying it's schematically there's no discipline on this team. Schematically, Matt Canada is terrible. And yes, Kellen. Where are you at on Najee? He's terrible. He should be cut yesterday. Wow. Okay. J- like, I mean, Jalen, that, 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 he's terrible. Yeah, that play going around Twitter where, where he just sat there in five yards of open stepped? space on the first down. Yeah, that's not a good look. No. And there are multiple times he looks okay out of the pass game. Like, he does actually look pretty good out of the pass game. And he is so much bigger than absolutely everybody else on the field. And he just cannot do anything. He's not a good running back. I get that he was kind of hurt, but he's not doing – like, when things aren't going well for you, you need to get back to the basics. And this goes for any sport, anything you're doing. You're in a slump. You need to go back to the basics, okay? You shouldn't be trying to do hurdles. You shouldn't be trying to stutter step. You should be putting your head down, and you should be making contact with people. Especially, here's the crazy thing. You have a guy in Jalen Warren that's coming in for you who is like 5'2 and weighs 145 pounds, and he's ripping off eight-yard runs because he gets the ball and he just goes. You see what actually works. And you're still not changing anything about the style you run. He hasn't changed anything. And it's terrible. Matt Canada's terrible. Mike Tomlin is not, like, I'm sorry. Okay, he is not a good football coach. Mike Tomlin is just not a good coach. He is mismanaging this through and through. No, I'm not even going to sit here and try and defend him. Because if he was a good coach, he would have done something. He has not done anything. He just keeps sitting here saying, oh, we're not going to press the panic button. You need to do something. I know, I know you're not going to be able to blow it up. I know. I knew they weren't going to be great. Mike Tomlin is not a good coach, and he's just mismanaging this. And he's, he's coasted along with all of, like, he coasted along Big Ben's whole career. He rode Big Ben's coattails. Yes. So I, that's, that's just, like, my one issue is when the blame comes back on Tomlin because – it is, and you you can disagree with me here, and I think you debt. Well, no, I don't think I know you know this situation a lot better than me. But I just want to defend Mike Tomlin for a second, as someone who has experienced Lovey Smith, uh, and then Mark Trestman, John Fox, 
Matt Nagy, and now Matt Eberflus, all since Mike Tomlin has been hired. And there are plenty of other teams in the NFL who have experienced more coaches than me through that era. He's been a good coach for 15 years. I don't think one year all Mike of a sudden Tomlin. chalks him up to a bad Here, coach. No, no, because it's not but one year. Also, like, no, but like, here's the thing is like, you're coming down from a franchise quarterback, a Hall of Fame quarterback, and there's an adjustment period with that. It's like, I don't know if you've have you ever seen the show uh, Shit's Creek? Yes. Okay, so there's like one scene in it. It's like this wealthy family, and now they're not wealthy anymore. They're talking about like buying a banana, and they're like, "Oh, they're like, how much can a banana be? Like ten dollars?" Which just shows you how disconnected these people have been from reality for so long. Even something so cheap, and like everybody should understand what what a banana costs. This is you've been a little bit disconnected from us football fans down here for a while. You're starting to understand what, you know, not having a perfect head coach, perfect quarterback situation feels no. like. A lot of blame is going to go on the head coach a lot of the time when it does. It's a lot of the time the players and trying to build towards something. And I, I think Mike Tomlin is getting a lot of unfair hate because, like, he's he has a rookie quarterback and not a very John. good offense. This man has a losing postseason record. He has won three playoff games it's in the, the last postseason. 10 years. What? In the last 10 years, Josh, he has he, won three games. He has won three games in the last 10 he, years. What he keeps doing is he keeps – he keeps my issue with him? No. This entire staff – But you're, built, you're ignoring promotes, so much. You're, all he you're does ignoring is promote the fact, his friends. Okay, he has not built – he's not no, made outside you're, hire you're, once. He's not Josh, making Josh, outside hires. He's making Josh, these you are, asinine things. He's trying to be everybody's Josh, friend. And he needs to t- put the me, hammer down. Let me say something here. He, he's a he, terrible he coach. is the only coach in NFL history to start off the first 15 years of his career without a season below 500. If you're going to say that guy's a bad NFL head coach, yes. who's gonna he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, I think, you, I think you're insane. You, okay? you, can't, That's, you, you have been you can't spoiled for too long. This, you can't coast on that forever. The roster on the Steelers, no, no, Josh. The roster can't coast is not on that very forever. good. That is, I know it's that not. is the first okay. problem. You can't, I, you can't coast on 15 years of success forever. Guess no. what? He hasn't been because nobody's he giving is. him credit for 15 years of success. Yes, they are. That's insane. Yes, they no, are. No, they're That's not. All because I hear, you're taking. Have you watched the one, a single game? One have you year, watched a single they, game this year? One have you good, watched a they've, single? They've had one have you bad season in 15 game. years, and you're throwing them under the bus. That's all they talk No, they haven't. I have been throwing them under the bus for the last three years. Tell have you look, go look at his hires? Go look at the hires this idiot has made over the last ten years. He hasn't made a single good hire. He doesn't hire from outside. He hires Joe Schmo from. He hires the janitor and goes, "Here you go. You're the offensive coordinator. You can stay there for five years." Okay. He hasn't J- been Josh, good. I'm, he hasn't made a single good hire. Go tell I'm me. Not, find one good hire Mike Tomlin's made. That's what the, your head coach needs to do. No, you need to put hey, pieces around you. No, so listen, good. listen to he me. Has too listen much to me. control. Literally, the Rooney's gave him way too much control. Our Rooney Josh, be listen to me. Listen for one second. Listen for one second. That I'm no, happy you're not, we won for 15 years. No, I'm happy we won for 15 years. But I've been. I, I have been I, watching I am, the I am world not saying fall off anything. for six years. I'm not saying anything about those hires or anything. I'm saying if you think he's a bad head coach after one bad season, that's that's insane. That's because and no, 
And, and, and it's go back. And don't say it's go not back to one last bad year. season. Go back either, to last because year. You're a playoff team with a with a quarterback without a right arm. Go back. Last go year. back to last. That, that go back takes... to last year. Go back to the year oh, before. I that. just literally okay. just went back to last. Go year. listen to. I me. said he, go he listen to made me the from... playoffs with go a bad quarterback. With go one listen arm. to me. Call him a bad coach. Go listen to me. Call him a bad coach. Last year. Go listen to me. Call him a bad coach. The year before. Wait. You think I'm disagreeing with on... the fact that you're calling him a bad coach no, for a couple of years? I, I'm not disagreeing need... with that. I'm disagreeing with the fact that he's a bad coach, not that you're calling him one. He he is not doing his job well enough, okay? You cannot sit here and act like everything's okay when everything is not okay. All you have to do, Pittsburgh... What? what? You, you want him to go, oh, hey... Everything is chaos right now. The, the, yes. the ship is sinking. Everybody yes. jump. You want him to say that? That's worse. That's I want worse. him. What are I you want talking him. about? You want your head coach to freak out? I want my head That's coach. That's so much worse. I want my let me, head coach. Let me throw all these players under the bus. This no. guy sucks. This guy no. sucks. We're not getting no. it done in any it's fashion not the of the roster. game. Because these guys stink. What? No, it's not the roster. You are not listening to me. It is the fact that Matt Canada is still the offensive coordinator, and we are in three years of Matt Canada, the same offense. Three years, five quarterbacks, the same offense. No one has been able to run his offense. You have these wide receivers that are supposed to be good. You have this running back that you drafted to be good. You have this quarterback that you just drafted to hypothetically be the best and be your next franchise quarterback. And you still have Matt Canada running the offense. He hasn't done it for five years, and he is still the offensive coordinator. That is where my issue is with Mike Tomlin. That's where it stems from. That is where it stems from. I can get on board with that. I can get on board with that. Uh, I don't have an issue with the roster. I get the roster is bad. I guess they. I get they don't have talent. But this is where you suddenly you don't say the you like Mike Tomlin. Don't don't say everyone jump. This player sucks. What you do is, hey, so, we're going in, we're going into the bye week. Guess what, Matt Canada, you're out. It's not working. Yeah. We're going into the bye week. We need to find out what we have on this roster so we now know what we need to do in the off season. And that's what I want to see. And I'm not going to see it. And we're going to go back into this whole stupid thing again. And Mike Tomlin just he he is he he can motivate his guys sometimes, but he cannot make the difficult decisions when it comes to the personnel on his coaching staff. And he has not shown that in the last like six years that he can okay. make a hard I can, decision. That I is can actually definitely get on board with that because that is, my issue. That, that is something that is something like with like, like just to, sorry to bring it back to the bears, but like the bears last regime, there's no way they make that trade that they just made today for Roquan Smith yeah. because they're so unwilling to cut bait. I can actually see that. I so, yeah, and and this is the same thing I'm that sorry, I, think the I Patriots, guess no, I don't know. This is the same. Uh, this is the same thing the Patriots. But, this is the same thing the Patriots are going through because Belichick can't fire his kid. Like yeah, you, he can't, you give, he can't you fire give this kid. person so much power who's yes. been successful for so long. It's hard to to like get and you can't take that away it. from him. Like and it, yeah, you gotta you gotta delegate better. You gotta fire like, Matt Canada. You do. Like, that that like, is a huge problem, and it's been a problem for a couple of years in Pittsburgh. And you have like, I I was willing, okay, I was willing to sit there and go, okay, Big Ben just can't move. That was the whole story. 
this offense would be fine if Big Ben could move. Okay, Mason Rudolph was in there when Ben got hurt. Offense looked a little better. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, if Ben could move, it would be better. Mitch Trubisky goes in there. The offense looks the exact same as it does when Big Ben's there. Kenny Pickett goes in. The offense looks the exact same. Dwayne Haskins was in. The offense looked the exact same. Josh Dobbs was in. The offense looked the exact same. Name how many... Name... Well, if like, the offense doesn't look good with Josh Dobbs, then there's really just no... No, I, okay, point. I know. That was like my seventh example. I'm just saying yeah. Yeah. No, that I, like, I, no, I, I, somewhere it's got... Something's got to give. And I, I am very frustrated with the way that they are managing this whole situation. And I, yeah, I'm not asking for them to just throw everyone on the boss and like, but they need to kind of in, they need to internally press the panic button and go, okay, like this is new territory. Yeah. It's unrealistic to think that a guy's never going to have a losing season. That's unrealistic. But you also look at what the measuring stick is. And I also One. look at the fact that he had Antonio Brown, Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell in their prime, and they didn't win a damn Super Bowl. They didn't even go to a Super Bowl with those three. Yeah. Something, my, there is something uh, my amiss. My last question for you, my, my last question for you on Mike Tomlin is, do you think he's going to be the head coach the next time the Steelers are good? In your heart of hearts, what does your gut tell you? My gut tells me tells me no, but I also see him retiring. Okay. I feel like it's going to be, although I can see it kind of being a similar career arc as to, I can kind of see it being the Bill Cowher situation where he sort of brings him back finally towards the end of his career and then, has some success and retires after that. But I don't like, I genuinely at this point don't just because of the fact that he has not been able to make the difficult decision when it comes to the people and personnel around him. So. Yeah, that, that is tough that. um, And from what I've heard, you just can't. Yeah. It's, I was just going to say when you, when you just can't like make those difficult decisions, that's, that's a sign that things are kind of a little bit falling off the rails, yeah. usually. And, but that's that's that. Um, oh, one thing we should talk about is some people also owe me another apology because I think you actually maybe laughed a little bit to yourself last week when the Penguins were four zero and one, and I said they're a terrible team; they might not make the playoffs. And you guys are like, yeah, you're overreacting. You're overreacting. The Penguins are now five hundred. They've gotten blown out in every game since I said that. Since I said that they can't play a three-period game. How's, and that's how's Jari been? Jari's been good. They just can't play. Like the dude can't stop okay. seven hundred shots good. a game. But Jari has been good. Yeah, you just can't stop seven hundred shots okay. a game. And they went to Western Canada. Uh, like and no, here we go. Hey, like verbal tweet here. I think I actually this might have been tweeted out. Okay, Penguins. Steelers can't do any or no offense in Canada because we just went on a Western Canadian road trip, lost all those games. Steelers, Matt, Canada, handshake. Yeah. That's the suck being a 
huge hockey fan and a huge Steelers fan and having your offensive coordinator being last name Canada that yeah just too much, it opens yourself up to too many jokes unfortunately it does and like um, I can't it's hard walking around just screaming I hate Canada yeah people just, people uh, don't think I'm talking about Matt they're just like this kid no no I met the person I met the person I met the person I swear uh, do you have any other hockey updates before we uh, jump into our questions uh, here? I do assume Patrick Kane's going to get traded, but that's about that's about all. All right. We'll see. Hawks might Hockey's win the cup this fun. year. Uh, Hockey's been fun. My, uh, my first question for you, Josh, is uh, what's your favorite or most uh, – not even favorite, most memorable Halloween costume that you've either had or that you've seen so far this year? Um, I don't know. Tis the season. Didn't you do Steve Urkel once? Or was that just randomly that I you did. dressed yeah. up as Steve Urkel? Was that for Halloween? I think you actually just that was for up Halloween. Steve. Are you sure? And, and big ups to me because people get problematic, did not do blackface. So we're just straight <laughs> up a white Steve Urkel. Which is, um, <laughs> I don't think I don't think a lot of people got the costume because I, I was dressed up like an '80s TV <laughs> show character, although, <laughs> and yeah, and also just looked nothing like him. But that was a great costume. Um, I saw. Did you see that? Uh, <laughs> there's like some people just straight up like getting their lives ruined because of how inappropriate their costumes were this Halloween. Like, uh, one guy went into a bar in New York City dressed as um, a Nazi, which at that point, that's it's not a costume at that point. That's just a that's a uniform, <laughs> dude. You are wearing a uniform. Yeah. There, there, are, there are some he things. Got, you... He got kicked out of the bar, understandably so. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, there are some things that you can't that's, pass that, off as a costume. That is no, one of those yes. <laughs> like you, you better either be hateful or in the sound of music if you're gonna wear that <laughs> uniform, because oh. there's not there's not a lot of that, that's bad. There. I saw the uh, I saw bars in Milwaukee weren't letting people in if they were dressed like Jeffrey Dahmer. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's such a popular costume this year. It's bad. <laughs> Let me dress like my favorite serial killer for ho- for Halloween. <laughs> Come on, what are we doing here? At least dress like I don't know, John Wayne Gacy. Um, do you have a question for me, Josh? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, let me think. I, I have a couple more. So, who who is a non sports person that you think is like Russell Wilson, just like a corny dude? Like, like exactly like him. Cause I have one that comes to mind right away. Who? The rock. Dude, the oh, rock yeah. is Hollywood. Russell Wilson. He yep. has his own show called young rock. Yep. Come I don't on, think dude. I, That's I don't think as hell. I don't think I can actually top that one. That's a good one. I feel like yeah, some of the he, late night, like TV show hosts could be, but Oh yeah, James Corden, big time. Yeah, that dude. Like we said it last week, he needs to get skinny. 
just to get mm-hmm. some of the hate away from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my last question is, what do you think happened to Amelia Earhart? I have no idea. Oh, start again. I haven't seen since the uh, Night at Museum movie. So, do you think she's alive then? Probably. It, I because don't, of the Night at the Museum movie? She didn't movie? die in the movie, so. She just went uh, back to the There's a theory out there that said she got, like, uh, pulled apart limb from limb by a bunch of giant crabs. I like that. And I believe one. that. I do like that. Yeah. So. Really like that. Yeah. Real pioneer in aviation, but tough way to end. Tough way to end the career right there. Let's um, let's throw it into our last bit here, Josh. Do player coach fan base of the week, mm-hmm. and we'll start here with player of the week. Who do you have? My player of the week is a Christian McCaffrey. We talked about it earlier, but just an all-time performance from him. Um, the rushing touchdown, receiving touchdown, and a passing touchdown from our running back. Yeah. Who's Great yours? week, and I got another. I got another running back in store for you. College running back Chase Brown mm-hmm. of the University of Illinois. He mm-hmm. has rushed for a hundred yards in every game this year. He racked up two more touchdowns against Nebraska: one rushing, one receiving. He should be the front runner for Heisman right now. That should be making more noise. Yep. Illinois is seven and one. They are. They control their own destiny in, in the Big Ten. They control their own destiny if they wanted to make the college football playoff right now. If they went out, they're in. I'm just saying. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. There's a non-zero chance that Illinois will win the national championship this year. And on the legs of Jay, Chase Brown, just okay. so everybody knows. Okay. Josh. We'll, we'll have to check back on that Who is your coach of the week? We'll, um, we'll come back to that. Don't worry. I'm my confident. coach, my coach of the week is I was going to do Mike Tomlin, but I've talked about him enough. Um, let's see. Huh? Jimbo Fisher. Just Texas there, Yeah, that's a, a good one. Texas A&M is just a joke, man. Four straight losses for that guy. It's tough. They're just a joke. And, and they all go, he's not getting fired anytime soon because that bit, buyout like, is insane. Oh, he was so close to beating Alabama too. Like yeah. he was. Yeah, one that could have really that could really help play him. away from beating Alabama. So wow, it, yeah, he's it does show you like how much a close game against Alabama can. Can save your job. They yes. we won last year. If he's two and zero against Alabama oh, over the last two matter. years, he's he's never getting fired. He's never. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my coach of the week, also SEC coach Brian Harson, uh, finally Ooh. got fired from Auburn, and I actually am happy for the guy for getting fired because he's known for like a year now that he's going to get fired, and he's just been waiting for this day because and finally they got tried to fire fired. him in the off season. They found out they didn't have any grounds to do so, so they had to. <laughs> he had to stay, and then yeah. he sucked ass for another year. And they're like, "Okay, we want you to now win football games. Go. You're not doing that. Get out of here." And he's like, "Probably like, well, thank God I got paid all this money. 
I get a huge buyout, and I don't have to deal with these goddamn people from Alabama anymore. These not without cause, Michael. I have cause. Cause I hate him. I hate him. Um, Yeah, that's why he got fired. He got fired with cause, cause Auburn hates him. Uh, So good for him. Let's move it to fan base of the week. Josh, who do you have? My fan base of the week is LeBron James. Um, (laughs) He's the whole fan base. Nice. Yeah, because he actually switched fan bases. And I don't know when he made this switch, but I came out over the weekend. Oh, gosh. He He was a known Cowboys fan, and he did come out and say that he still is like, he likes the players on the Cowboys, but as for the organization, he does not like the upper management because of the way that they handled the whole kneeling for the anthem thing. Even though didn't Jerry Jones kneel for the anthem? He did. He, yeah, he, he so, knelt before the anthem, and, and like they locked yes. arms, everybody knelt, and then yes. they stood up, and then they did the anthem. So he didn't like the way that they tried to keep people from protesting. So he switched his fandom to a team with a much more moral moral high ground team in the Cleveland Browns and he said it with a straight face <laughs> as he switched teams from from the Dallas Cowboys to because because they he didn't like the morals of the front office which is perfectly fine because Jerry Jones in no way shape or form is is the world's most righteous man. But then to, in the same breath, say that you are now going to be cheering for the team with the front office that gave a convicted sex offender $240 million guaranteed dollars is just hysterical. So that is yeah. why LeBron James is my fan base of the week in himself. Just... That's no, bad. I that that is that is such a good one because I had an actual spit take when I watched that video because I, yeah. I had no context to it. I was watching <laughs> it and he's like he's talking about yeah, I'm not I don't really F with the Cowboys anymore. I'm like, okay, cool. And then the guy at the end is like, So you're all Cleveland Browns now? And he's like, Yep, Browns fan like, What? <laughs> <laughs> to, to talk about that for two minutes and then go, yep, Cleveland. That's it. That's it right there. So, oh, it's insane. It, yeah, uh, I don't know. It kind of shows you, you know, maybe he's just not with what's happening at all anymore, which is, I guess, cool. He's a little disconnected, but that's tough. Um, that's such a good fan base of the week. Uh, my fan base of the week here is. Uh, people that hate fun because hmm. at Stanford's uh, football game, they banned their mascot from the rest of their football games for the rest of the year because uh, this it, it was a protest to Stanford's administration. They canceled like some student activities before the school year started for COVID restrictions. And the Stanford students have kind of had enough being like, all right, like, let us do stuff finally at some point, which mm-hmm. is fair. And then the Cardinal with the Sun Devil mascot, they held up a sign at their football game that said Stanford hates fun. And it was clearly not, uh, it was, was not passed by, by uh, the university. They didn't know that was happening. And uh, 
as a response to Stanford hating fun, they have banned their school mascot from games. That is that's a perfect response to your students wow. not having enough fun is banning your school mascot. Wait, way to properly respond. Not, you know, letting them do more stuff. I don't know, yeah. making, letting them have a party here and there. No. Ban the mascot. You know that thing that all the children love and take pictures with all the time? He's not allowed here anymore. Oh, I so, love that. That's my uh that's my fan base of the week. People that hate fun have had a great week, uh, personally. Let's uh let's go kicker here, Josh. Who do you have? Kareem Hunt because he's possibly um apparently the Browns are now listening to trade offers for him. So Yeah. Great kicker. Elite kicker. Strong leg mm-hmm. power. Um <laughs> He might be Kareem Hunt, secretly one of our most one of our most used <laughs> kickers of the week, which is not good. No. <laughs> it's just like every every time we don't know who to do, it's either it's either Cody Parkey or Kareem Hunt. I think they could get me canceled. Yeah, eh, sorry, right. not enough people listen or watch. People listen all the time, but nobody watches. Uh, my kicker of the week is Eddie Eddie uh, De Niro. Pinero. I don't even. He used to play on the Bears, and yeah, that was he two game of the field week, goals. But I decided to give that to you. So, okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Do you have a tweet That's of the week, Josh? Um, my tweet of the week. Well, it's just kind of the replies to. Have you seen the Halloween costume meme? That's been going yes. around where it's just like whatever you fill it in. So, Spirit um, Halloween tweeted out on Saturday in the middle of the day, just like. Okay, drop your best ones in the comments and replies to that where, like, it had been three days that people were just, like, posting these things on them their own. And then I'm kind of surprised. I'm, like, very, very surprised that Spirit Halloween was like, yeah, let's just tweet this out on, like, let's get behind this completely and tweet out a picture of a blank template and have people fill it out because it got interesting pretty quickly in the replies. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you want to go look look at them, yeah, look it up. It's pretty entertaining. There's not, like, one in specific, but it was it was a very entertaining read scrolling through all those replies. So, um, wow. Yeah. The, um, there was, like, a, you know, washed quarterback. It would be, yeah. like, Ru- uh, Russell Wilson costume. You still oh, need dude. what you need. For the costume is two hundred fifty million dollars still stuff like that. Yeah, it was it was, it was, a, it was a lot of creativity. Um, my tweet of the week comes from Jason McIntyre mm-hmm. at Jason R McIntyre after or not after, but he tweets out, "Oh my gosh, DJ Moore touchdown catch, no flags, Panthers win." Uh, Jason, mm. there were in fact flags. And the Panthers, mm. unfortunately, did not win this football game. So, spoke a little too soon there, buddy. Yeah, that's tough. You should have waited two more seconds. Just two more, literally two more seconds to tweet that out. And uh, reality would have caved in on you real fast, unfortunately. Wow. But tough way to lose for the Panthers. But a classic game. A classic game, if I, I may say so myself. Any other I, uh, things you want to talk about here, Josh? I made a really hilarious joke on Saturday night when I was walking 
Um, downtown, there's this guy wearing yeah. a Tom Brady jersey, and I just completely baffled him because I walked up to him and I said, um, "Love the," or I was like, "Hey, that was that's cool. You're going as a divorced loser," and he just looked so baffled that I just I don't even know this guy. Stared him straight in the yeah. eyes, made eye contact, looked him up and down, and was just like, "It's awesome. You're going as a divorced loser," and just kept walking. And he like he was just baffled. He I I put this kid's what, mind in what, a pretzel. What if he was baffled because that's what he was actually going as? Like he's like, then, "Oh my god, that's the first person to get my costume all day." I'm glad. That'd be awesome. I loved yeah. it. So. Also, wearing a jersey as a costume is just not even a costume. No, like I get it, I get it's it. Just wearing, because, a... I get it because like it's easy, and yeah. most people have it's it. Like, so it's a nice last second one, and like you can kind of, if the weather's you know bad and stuff, like you don't need a lot. But it is a cop. It's a total cop out as long as you own it for being a cop out, and that's why you need to have. In my opinion, you need to have a couple of jerseys that are costume jerseys because if you have like a Mighty Ducks jersey, if you have like a jersey from Slapshot, Goon, um, maybe like, uh, you know, you just jerseys, I'm thinking hockey here, but if you have jerseys from like movies and stuff that are like famous jerseys, I'll give you more of a buy on those ones. If you're just putting on like, I, it doesn't count. If you're wearing the same jersey you're going to wear on a Sunday while you watch your team play, that doesn't count. You need to have, like, a special jersey as a costume kind of jersey. And then then I'll let it, then yeah. I'll let it slide. I mean, so God, God bless uh, Mike Ditka for saving the entire city of Chicago from yeah. ever having to do costume shopping again. Because I got that sweater in my closet. I have a costume easy. every year for Halloween it's for so the rest easy. of my life. It's perfect. It's so yeah. easy. Never. Uh, hopefully, I'll never outgrow it. But yeah, uh, that's our episode this week. Thanks for listening, right, Josh? Yeah, we will see all of you next week. Stay on bias this week. Mm-hmm.